We have so many people we look up to and each other as peers and we think, yeah, I need stuff to do this better. No, no, I just need better skills. Hello, folks. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing uh, gear acquisition syndrome, gas, uh, all these things that are part of product announcements. Do we really need them and how do they affect us as creators? It's interesting that we seem to discuss what we've bought periodically or what we haven't bought or why we bought what we've bought and what we've returned. And seriously, at this point in time, we've just passed the Apple uh, Worldwide Developer Conference with their product slew onslaught of uh, uh, devices. And so we're going to spend a little time not just talking about Apple devices, but there have been some other uh, uh, vendors that have brought out stuff lately. And we're going to discuss things that we have bought, things that might we might have bought, and, and the utter uh, failure of some of these devices to really help us in our creative process. And I'm going to start with Alec. Alec, what are you holding up, young man? <laughs> and has is, it helped uh, you at really, all? Yeah, high-tech, nice, shiny doorstop that I bought about a year and a half ago. And uh, yeah, it works great as, <laughs> as a doorstop. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, that... Sorry, that was the <clears throat> loop deck, um, which okay. is still... Uh, they had a recent software update, so I dusted it off to try it out again, but the software still lets it down, unfortunately. So there you go. It's still a, a doorstop. <laughs> And how much was that doorstop? Um, I can't remember now. $150 doorstop or something like that. I'm still clutching okay. onto it in the hope that one day it will become more usable. <laughs> but that, I suppose that is a really good use case, though, a really good uh, case study, I guess, of uh, these things where we see these things and want to uh, try them out. I mean, I've got this like perpetual excuse that... I'm going to test it out for the channel. <laughs> so that's the the uh, the little, uh, always the excuse I've got with having a tech channel is, oh, well, I was just reviewing it. So <laughs> there is always that. But I did have high hopes for it. And then, yeah, as I say, the the software let me down. But I think that the the to answer the original question that you asked is, do we need all this stuff, all the new shiny things that come out? Uh, the answer usually is probably no. I mean, there's that whole cliche of, oh, you've all got a mobile phone, you can just go live with your mobile. And yeah, okay, you can, you can do, but... All of these things that we add into our studio spaces are kind of just a nice to have. Um, and like whenever there's a new camera out, you'll always see people talking about, oh, they've got to have the, uh, the new one that's come out, the next model number. But for the first you know, year, was it, on my uh, channel, I was using a 10-year-old Canon plugged in over USB, giving me 720 out. And I don't think people really necessarily uh, were you know, commenting that, oh, your video looks terrible. And that was like a decade-old camera. So... Um, you really don't need it. And the lights that I had when I started out as well were, um, you know, if you want to change the color temperature, you change the bulb. They just took regular household light bulbs. They were like soft boxes with four little <laughs> screw threads for light bulbs. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how I started with my my channel. So, really, you don't need all of this. You don't need the nun lights, the, the latest cameras and all of that kind of stuff. But um, I will say you should get a Stream Deck. <laughs> um I think that that is the one bit of equipment that I would say has made everything like well and a, and a good quality mic. Let's just get that out of the way, obviously, to sound good. But uh, a mic and a stream deck—that's the one thing that's kind of stayed as everything else has evolved in my studio. Um, yeah, they've been a real, uh, real sort of game changer, <laughs> and it's it's a worthy, worthy investment. But everything else is is almost a nice to have, really. Right. I yeah. I mean the uh, so we've discussed previously. My my sister 
streams on Facebook every day for her crafting business. And her one big thing that, that just bugged her brother was her audio. I mean, you know, she did, she streams off her phone. It looks great. I mean, uh, you know, the the vertical orientation kind of makes me twitch a little bit. But, you know, beyond that, she puts out a good uh, a picture. And But, you, you know, she was sitting in an echo chamber. So I finally just bought her a Lavalor mic for 15 bucks and you know that that plugged into her phone and now she's she uses it every day and it, it has increased the quality of her stream so much uh she talks about it all the time oh this is my brother you know when i come into to her stream to say hi this is my brother and this is what he did for me so it's it doesn't take a lot of money to to improve you know the simple things you know again what is it said you know People will put up with bad video, but people won't put up with bad audio. So, you know, think of it that way. If you're if you're in a tight financial tight uh, situation, think of what's the cheapest thing you can do, and that's improve your audio. Dina, talk to me. What have you have you regretted any purchase? I can't say that I necessarily regret it, but I'm still not using it. Uh, I bought some of the Stream Deck pedals for the kitchen stream, and I don't know. I think within the first week, they fried out for some reason, and it took me forever to actually get around to reporting it. They fixed it right away, so way to go, Stream Deck. I mean, they took care of me as soon as I got off my ass and actually contacted them. But then um, it's a really good spot for a dog to sit on. And press buttons for you. So <laughs> every time I've hooked it up just to 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 see if it would be useful here at my desk, somebody has decided to sit on it, and you know I end up unplugging it again because you know. So I that would be the one thing that I, I didn't necessarily need or didn't didn't help. Stream Deck, you know, the desktop, all the keys, 32 keys. Yeah, that one, I absolutely couldn't have done my stream without that. So um, that's the biggie. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else that... <sighs> yeah, no, no. I I needed the cameras at the time. Do I need them now? Probably not. But um, at the time, the things that I bought actually did contribute to me, me being able to deliver the the product that I wanted to deliver. It always surprises me in our in our groups when somebody that we know it, you know starts to put up a whole bunch of equipment for sale. And you have to ask yourself, are they getting out of what they're doing or are they just upgrading? But you know, every once in a while you see you're like, oh look, they're selling their stream deck. What? Uh-huh. So Michelle, you've never bought things you didn't you've never even not needed, right? Uh, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so... You've never had bad gas. <laughs> no, not really. I use all of my stuff. Really? No. Um, well, let's see. Cameras. For me, for me, that would be cameras. Because, I mean, I got all these cameras. You know what the, the funny thing is? The funny thing is, the camera that I'm using right now is a oh god what is it i haven't looked at that thing in a long time um uh, it's a uh it's a uh sony 
61,000. I have yep. I have two uh two ZV uh ones, oh, a ZV1F and a ZV1 that I use for my mobile stuff. Do I take them off of the purchase? No. But the camera that I'm looking at right now is a Sony 6100 with a um with a, a Sigma 16 lens on it, uh, 1. uh 1.4 or whatever. I don't know. Yep. I don't know what it is 1. anymore. 4. Right. It's the I same camera I'm, I'm looking at right now. You and I have the exact same camera. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I have, I have, uh, I don't know, maybe two or three of those cameras. And then two of the ZV one, whether it's a one or one F I got one of those and I got one of the other ones. And, um, I mean, I like the camera quality out of the other ones and they're, they're small, they're lightweight. You know, I could move them around and take them different places. Has my show gone, gone on the road? No. (laughs) Did I need those cameras? Probably not, but, um, I like them. They're nice to have different angles. When I was doing other things, when I was selling uh, jewelry and stuff, it was nice to provide different angles when I was doing that. But I haven't done that in a while. And so now it's just like furniture. It's just other furniture. And then to me, to me, to me, the one thing that I that I, I remember when I first bought it, I was. I was ridiculed beyond an inch of my life. That that stream deck, that six key stream deck, they were like, where are you going with that? Get out of here. I could remember that. I remember that live stream. It was a five hour live stream and I was ridiculed mercilessly. I was drunk that day, too, but I was ridiculed mercilessly for having that's, a six key stream deck. A six key stream deck is pretty damn ridiculous, though. You got to admit. It's but ridiculous. I use that thing Every freaking week, I have two 32s and a 15 on my desk right now with every button filled with everything. The six keys that I use all the time, guess what? That that stream deck is in my hand. It's a Christmas ornament. Those. It's not even a real thing. It's like hanging from your rearview mirror in your car. I, bu- I use yeah, I bu- it, though. It's like baby booties. Like, you don't... It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, bought a, I bought a six key for my wife's computer setup, and then she decided not to office from home. So I just took it and I plugged it into to the computer back there just so I could, you know, do some basic, basic stuff. But now she's going to office from home again, so I'm going to have to give that up. But, yeah, no, I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tool. And, again, I don't – I think the six key can be used productively by some people. But, yeah, I know it's small and, we, you know, we need – every we need single week thing. because I have what – I have what? Two thirty twos and a fifteen on my desk. They're nice and pretty to look at, but the six key is in my hand. And when I want to use the six keys that I use all the time, guess what? It's in my freaking hand, and I use it when I want to use all the other keys. So you're you're thing. actually you're actually holding it when you use it, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. My, my hand knows where every key is, so I don't even that's have fine. to look at it. See, I think that's a perfect use for it, though. If you if you hold it in your hand and you've got those. That's perfect. I think it's a, it's not probably what it was intended for initially, but it it works. I mean, I've got one of the stream decks with the knobs on it sitting right here, and honestly, that hasn't done much as of yet. And I have uh, this still in a box. So wow. uh, yeah, it's a face cam. That like what he's showing for for our audience who can't see what he's showing. He's showing the. Uh, Elgato Facecam Pro. Sorry, just one more hand swipe. Yep. 
And and so, you know, and I know that I will use these eventually, but part of part of my problem is is in my gear acquisition, it's I'm also buying for my son and my wife. And then for whatever reason they're just, you know, something has changed. So sure. I will fully admit that say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just gonna say the same thing. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I bought a no, no, no. I will no. for my dogs. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me. Your, your your production assistant, surely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I will I will take the hits for the stuff that I bought for myself that I haven't used. Case in point, but um, you know there there are certain things that I purchased. I bought my son a Mac Mini a uh, year and a half ago. hasn't touched it. And now he's going to college and he's required to have a laptop. So I bought him the 15-inch Mac Air from the announcement in a lovely midnight blue. And so uh, he gets that for his birthday in a couple of weeks when he arrives home from camp. So, you know, I, I and, and I have hopes that he will use it more often, but... Uh, as a parent and a uh, friend of other uh, uh, of other parents that have kids, they try and do as much as they possibly can on their iPads and their phones. If you know, I've I've known kids that have tried to write papers on their phones, and uh, okay, it's not not the tool I would use for it. But again, so I you know I've I've purchased the laptop for him, and we'll see if Dad acquires that again three to six months from now, <laughs> which wouldn't be bad because it's a good computer and we can figure out something to do with it. But I have my own laptop, so I will. If they had Microsoft Word on the phone, you would probably try to use it to write a paper. I have Microsoft Word on the phone. <laughs> and I have Excel and I have PowerPoint. I have the whole, they have the whole suite available on the phone. Okay, include, okay, I took okay. a whole call on Teams today. Gee, I didn't mean to get you started, old man. Golly. Sorry. I'm just telling you, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you just got to stay with the best. Um, speaking of old man, hey, Rich, um, what have you regretted purchasing? My problem is I have a, a bunch of saved searches on Craigslist, so I buy stuff used. It's not a problem. It's actually... I've discovered some neat things. The last ZV one I bought was three hundred bucks. Um, no camera, no I mean, no box, no accessories, but it is the actual camera and it works fine. So I've got four ZV ones that I've got off Craigslist, and I've got this little monitor I got off Craigslist, and I have one of those face cams that you have, and I could never get it to work. So and that was like eighty bucks, and so it's sitting over there in a bag because I could never get it to work right. That I've regretted. The face, camera, the face, face cam pro. Well, I don't know. It's I guess I guess the fir- I guess the first one. It's the, okay. It's the face cam, but yeah, I could never get it to look right. The, it looked funky, and the controls were weird. So, um, I have the Synology, which I think I mentioned that in our little Discord. That that's the only thing that I probably didn't need at the time. I thought maybe I need it because I was doing a lot of hot swapping to the, the drives and all that kind of stuff. So. And it was okay. I mean, it's fine. I'm glad I have it, but I probably didn't need it at the time. Oh yeah, I'm I'm glad I have it too. But I, you know, it, I, it's like buying a battleship. It's and not huge. Knowing, it's, it's a lot of, yeah. and it's a lot of money. It's not like a three hundred dollar thing. It's like a couple no, of grand. You, so it's there's you know. so it can do so many things, and I don't, you know, I'm not 
going to spend my time learning how to run it as a mail server or, you know, to open it up, you know, so I can uh, share files, uh, uh, you know, on the internet or something like that. I just have big files I need to store. Yeah. And I need a place to store it. So that's yeah. why. But my problem my with head. it is that it's here in the office. So the laptop's only here eight or 10 hours a day. So when I'm here and it's plugged in, it's backing up. But I don't know. It's yeah. not here long enough to back up everything at a time. And, it, and it can so. be loud. And I didn't know that either. And it's right yeah. next to my damn chair. So I I should have put put it across the room. But but that's yeah, I, I'm I've been on calls and and people are like, "What's that noise in the background?" Oh, that's just my. Oh, I haven't. <laughs> I, mine's not that bad. Um, oh, but other is. stuff I bought is I mean the RCP is fine. I've used it. My 32 Stream Deck I like. I've got another 15 on my other desk over there because it was cheap. It was 50 bucks on Craigslist. So my my regret is buying the RCP two. And it's not been playing nicely. And so I still have the RCP one. So, you know, I'm, I'm deciding what I want to do at this particular point. And so, and one of the things that I was considering is because I have to set up, I actually have to set up an office, you know, in, in an office building and not work from my home for a few days a week coming up. And so, you know, I'm trying to figure out what my desk is going to look like. And, you know, one of those things that had just come out was the Streamer X from Rode. And I was kind of excited about it because you know, it's got, you know, microphone input. It's basically take take over what you would use a cam link for. And then all of a sudden somebody's telling me it ain't working that great. So let's talk to that somebody about that. Hey, Keely. Tell I don't us, know. Are uh, we ready for this, Spicy? Because I'm just, I'm so frustrated. You go, girl. You go. Uh, well, so as the house minimalist, let me just, you know, preface everything by I occasionally get caught up in thinking that a small purchase is that that can can just improve a couple little things in my setup is going to be worth the time that it takes to research it, set it up and integrate it into my workflow. And and I think what, you know, we'll eventually move on to is just the overall theme of, you know, what the hell are we doing buying things as content creators when we know damn well we don't need the shit. But what what I was hoping to do with the Streamer X was to replace what seemed to be a faulty cam link. And now that still might be the case. I don't know. But the idea of of getting rid of a cam link that was causing me some grief and I'm not of, of all of my weaknesses, of which there are many, my biggest weakness is not understanding cameras. And I get very frustrated when anything doesn't work with cameras. Y'all know this. You just saw it happen before we came live. And I think what I'm realizing is that at some point when I grow up, I'm going to come to that realization that I've got a really good setup. It's not perfect. It does take me some time to get things moving in the right way and that sort of thing. But the amount of time that I spend, if I just want to change one little component, I want to add the streamer accent, then I'm changing all my ports around, I'm, you know, everything shifts. And then all of a sudden I look up eight hours later and I'm, you know, I've got paper cuts and I'm sweaty and like, I don't know what's happened, but I could have made eight hours of content in that time. I could have spent time with my community. I could have been 
thinking of, you know, better ways to run courses. And I think for us, we're at that point in our our creator journey where we had that bell curve of where we really needed to learn the equipment. We needed to learn what a good camera was and what a good microphone was and good lighting and, and get to that point. But now we're at that point. That's not what we need anymore. What we need is to, the biggest gains we're going to have is making better content, making the stuff that people are looking for from us and serving a need and answering a question and solving a problem. And that doesn't come in a box from Amazon. And I'm talking to myself here. I know I'm like looking at you guys, but you know, I'm talking at my own teleprompter and it's me that I'm like really mad at because I fall into this trap and it's you know, it's, it's something that we all in this community, you know, we're, we're, we have so many people we look up to and each other as peers. And we think, yeah, I need stuff to do this better. No, no, I just need better skills, right? <laughs> better needs. Just to, just to sort of address that, like before you get too hard on yourself, I think that the, the streamer X though, for you, because obviously out of all of us, you are the minimalist, you know, we'll go we'll consider every single item that you're going to put into your setup. But for, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the other thing about the Streamer X that was the reason why you kind of took the plunge in it is not just because it's a capture card, but it was also some of the audio things that you wanted to be able to do that you were doing previously with software as well. So it was it was something really, you know, just so that you're not too hard on yourself. It was something that was really carefully considered. And I would guess that had you not had like a series of issues that were, uh, I don't know, maybe some related to the Extreme Rex, but also there was some that were related to running it through a dock. I also found that I had some issues running things, running the Stream Rex specifically through a dock. Um, when, when I plugged it into a different port, it did something different because of, I guess, the USB bandwidth or something like that. But I think you've probably had a collection of um, negative uh, experiences with it that now you're thinking, like, oh, well, this was a waste of time. Whereas if you hadn't had that, then, you know, it has got some functionality that you were, you were specifically looking for, like the hardware mute and, you know, camera and, and the, the ability to control stuff, potentially the audio routing to be able to do the kind of things that you can do with the Rodecaster Pro 2, but just without that massive big thing on your desk. So You, you, you um, fell just, for the sales hype. You know, the, the part, part of it is, 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 you know, you were told it was going to do something and you assumed it would do something and do it well. And the device failed you. You didn't fail the device. So just, yeah. Uh, and, and maybe, and maybe returning it and you might get something back from them. But I mean, considering I'm sitting here with a somewhat hobbled uh, RCP2 and you've got a streamer X maybe it's not us that's the problem. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going out on a ledge. What do I know? I went to public school in Arizona. So. <laughs> Can't steal my joke, God damn it! I Look. stole it, used it, and gave anyway. it back to you. <laughs> Shares these. Th- that is the reason why. That is the very reason why, you know, everybody comes out and like, oh, yeah, we got this. We got that. This is a new and improved shiny and all this other kind of stuff. I'm going to give it some time. I want to see what problems everybody else is having with it before I jump on that back- bandwagon. Because like you, uh, uh, like you, uh, Rich, I am still rocking with RCP1 and I am cool with that. Okay, as big as it is, it's it's not it's not on my desk anywhere. I mounted that puppy 
you know, before they was even talking about, oh, you can mount it. Yeah, you could put it on a on a on a laptop stand. That's how I did it. And it's not on my desk anywhere. Exactly. It is floating in the air. And I love it. Why? Because everybody had a chance to use it. Everybody, you know, they worked out all of the kinks and all of the bugs. And so now I'm not having buyers and more talking about, oh, yeah, I need to send this back. Mm -mm, No, it's been out. I was like, okay, kick the tire a little bit. I like it. I like it. I ain't have none of them problems with the RCP2. As soon as everybody started putting their RCP1s on 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 trading post or wherever the hell they were selling it, you know, because everybody was like, you know, they, you know, they they drank Kool-Aid and everybody was like, ah, oh, yeah, we do an RCP2. I was like, mm, I'll get that a minute. And then everything started coming out. I was like, oh, oh, OK. Nothing wrong with this one. This one's still working. OK, it's fine for me. But hey, do you. So I like to wait and kind of get the reviews out, you know, get past the hype, get past the, you know, all are that you, are, stuff are you that really, people put out. Are you really a creator if you wait? I think that's yeah. the philosophical question for the day. Are we yeah. really, shouldn't we rush into things? Isn't that the creative process? Only fools Hitting our faces. In. Okay. Great. Only fools rush in. Then I'm a fool. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's talk more about Uh-oh. hype because, you know, we've had a big hype cycle with WWDC and, you know, there's there's some nice incremental changes with the operating systems on the various devices and there's a 15-inch MacBook Air and Alec is going to go buy a Mac Pro so he can put a bunch of PCIe drives and or, or devices in and and have multicam set up and I think that's dope and and, you know, for for Alec, he's, he's got that set up. But, I mean, the real thing that everybody is, you know, super freaked out on, and let's trend jack the crap out of this, is the Vision Pro. And if anything can get us galvanized around gas, I think it's talking about that device. Because it's it's so extreme. It's absolutely out there in terms of what us as a bunch of pretty tech-loving nerds would would contemplate in the universe. So how are we all feeling about that? Is there anything? <laughs> I, you know, I'm, uh, $3,500 is expensive, but with every th- anything, everything, there's always going to be something that comes out at a very high price point. And um, if it can do what it says it can do, there's going to be some pretty happy rich people down the line. And you know, there are, there's already been a few reviews. Uh, I, I watched Marcus, Marcus uh, Brownlee used it and he was impressed by it. I think it kind of shows the technology of the future and it's represented by an extremely high priced device that I think, you know, will get some traction will be, uh, things. Do I wish, you know, do I want to buy one? I'm, I'm, you know, maybe in, second or third generation, but I think the thing that really uh, made me impressed by it as a father of a child who is vision impaired, severely vision impaired, was the that they thought of those people that have vision impairments at whatever levels, slight or deep, and that you can get, you know, the lenses ground and they magnetically hold inside there so they can use them. And I'm thinking, you know, for for my kid, that is going to be a game changer because you know, how he uses computers is a little different in, in, because of his vision. 
And uh, if he can be more productive in this particular situation by a device like it in the future, then, you know, it's fine. $3,500 isn't going to walk, you know, I'm not going to spend that, but I, I, you know, version two, version three, it, it looks pretty good for something entering our household. I've just, I've got zero, zero use in, or interest in that VR, all that VR stuff. When it was Same. a $300 Oculus, I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to sit around on my desk and pretend to be somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. Um, I mean, nobody's convinced me to do it. So for 10 times that, I'm still not going to do it. So I have no interest in that at all. But that's just me for that thing. We have the Oculus. Well, it's my, my kid and my, my 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 and my husband. They play with it. They do all of that good stuff. It's you know where it is. It's in a box at the side of the bed. Um, you know, just collecting dust. If if we have one of those, and it's like, okay, why would I use that? I, I mean, you know, for the people who could use it, great. But you know what my reality is. I, I see it every day. Okay, I don't need the virtual reality. I'm good. I'm good. Well, you know, one thing they they demonstrated was that it, you put it on your face and you can in your house. It looks like you have an 85 inch TV on the wall floating around in the sky. That's great. For but what? who likes to watch TV by themselves? I mean, if you exactly. don't have two of them, right? Yeah. If you don't have two of them or three of them for your family, it's you're gonna hear you look at it for a while. It's like passive binoculars. I'm not. I, I just don't think there's maybe, maybe they're just targeting all the uh, single people that live in uh, tiny houses. Maybe. Keely. Yeah. I mean, D and I are putting up our hands. I mean, I'm not single at the moment, but I sure like watching my shows on my own because Corey and I have very different tastes in like everything. And for me, it's not about the, you know, the, the, the virtual reality, the augmented reality, the hybrid or whatever it is. To me, it's the sea change in spatial computing. So being able to put a device on your head and interact with your computer with an operating system on your face and to be able to go pluck, 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 pluck. Okay, I'm going to type a bunch of things over here. I'm going to cut my video over on this side. You can have, an, you know, dozens of 4K monitors around you within your view. That's what I'm interested in. I don't really give a shit about really watching the movies and things like that. It's about how this is a, a, a complete change in how we interact with our w- with computing, period. The way that for me, the trio was a complete change in the way that I interacted with computing because I had something in my hand that I could do everything with that I couldn't do before. So for all my minimalism, and I'm not saying I'm going to make content and this is going to change my business. It absolutely isn't. But in terms of a hobby, I don't have to take up gaming and I don't have to go out for knitting class and I'm not going to go to yoga, but I am going to buy one of these things so I can learn what the next phase of computing is going to be. So I'm comfortable with it and I'm into it because I, I know what happened to me when I picked up a trio. I know what happened to me when I was the first person in law school to rock up with a laptop computer and to do law school with a laptop. Nobody else was doing that. And it changed the game. I want to be a part of those game-changing things. I don't need a streamer X for that little tiny increment of whatever, but I sure want to be at the head of game-changing things. But yeah, D, we're, we're, looking, at, we're like, looking at a tech... Yeah, we're looking at a technology that's going to change the way 
we do certain things. And I mean, but we just have to look back at the things that we didn't have before, you know, and because people made the same argument when laptops came out. Do I really need to carry around my computer with me? Is this something that, you know, and then that, that became the norm. You know, we've gone through, do I need a smartphone? I love my BlackBerry. You know, we're, we're going to go through these changes every once in a while and, and just accept it. The really, the thing is, is we just don't know what developers are going to do to with that device. I mean, we know what Apple thinks you should do with that device, but somebody's going to come out w- with a use for that that's going to really blow people away, and then, you know, that's fine. Again, we're not sitting around with 3500 bucks in our pocket. I can buy, you know, three or four laptops for that and just, you know, like glue them on PVC pipe around me and get the same uh, result, but you know, for for right now, it's no. it's it's a it's a cool thing. You should do that. I got, I'll give you the duct tape. That's awesome. I, will. And the, uh, I think the the drawing the comparison between things like Oculus and all of these other things is is not the thing to do because it is about what Keeley's saying. Hashtag Keeley was right. Uh, it is this whole new paradigm shift in computing. Um, and Apple even mentioned this in the the thing. Obviously, they've, they're going to spin things their way, but how um, and they're, they're not always the first to market with these things but they've usually done something that is like a, a bit of a game changer. So they talked about, you know, every new platform uh, that they've created has had like this sort of sea change in the way that you interact with it. And it was, you know, initially the the, the mouse with the Mac. They weren't the first p- person to, uh, you know, use a mouse, but they were the first one to have it mainstream as part of their uh, user interface. Same with the, uh, the iPhone and the iPod t- uh, Touch when that first came out. That was my first um, uh, experience of multi-touch was actually an iPod Touch. Uh, and I just remember that thing of like, holy crap, this is amazing. Like the way that you can just interact things with, you know, multi-touch, we kind of forget that that is so embedded now into every device, but that was like a, a sort of game changer. And I think that it's going to be the same with this. The, it's the way that you're interacting with this device for me that is the reason why I'll be getting one because it is a completely new way of doing things. Um, by all accounts, um, the people who have had it, I know there's only a few people have tried it and it's been very um, uh, tailored to a particular path because it's nowhere near, uh, you know, ready for... Uh, you know, available. Um, but everyone who's tried it has just been blown away by, first of all, the accuracy of the eye tracking. So you can, you know, you could just look into a search box and then type what you want in there. You can control things with your hands, the setup to actually get it to recognize your hands and where they are in, in, you know, in space is uh, phenomenal, apparently. Uh, the way that you can interact with um, like movies and 3D things. So uh, there's, a, there's a whole demo that they do of it where um, you know, you're watching a sort of movie, but it's kind of like an, it's, it's a live movie as well as a, uh, <laughs> as a recording. I'm not really explaining this very well, but there's one particular part where there's a butterfly flying around. But if you put your finger out, your hand out, this butterfly will come and land on your finger. It's like that accurate in terms of the tracking and it's doing all this live. So when you think about... Um, everything that it's actually doing on board, I was actually blown away by how low the price was. When they announced this, given that this is a, uh, a Gen 1 device, it's got an M1 pro- an M2 processor in it, it's got this new chip for all of the tracking. Um, with my background f- from you know, aeronautical engineering and the stuff that we were doing in, in there with all like sensors, I'm continually amazed by where we are with sensors these days. Um, but I was using 3D CAD software with a 3D headset you know, two decades ago, and that cost over a hundred grand for the for the headset. I mean, where this is going to have applications is a bit like drawing the comparison between the Mac Pro and saying, "Oh, it's really expensive." But people who have got a need for it don't find it expensive. And I think that there is going to be companies that are, you know, buying 
you know, <laughs> dozens of these things at a time just for all of their engineers to use with, with, with CAD software and that. And it is a, it is a complete paradigm shift, shift in the way that we interact with computing. And um, that is the reason why I'll be getting one is just to be, you know, experience that and to understand where that's going to take us in the future. And, and at some point, they're not going to be massive big headsets that, uh, yeah, I mean, there's loads of things about it that were really creepy <laughs> as well, um, you know, from a, just not being used to it point of view. But at some point, this technology is going to get smaller. It's just going to become more of a uh, uh, less, less of a, an intrusive thing on people's faces when they're sitting in their living room with their kids, which I probably won't be doing. <laughs> I can see. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I, you know, I, I we, we look at electric cars. I won't name the brand. But, you know, eight years, eight, ten years ago, how expensive electric cars are were then and what they are now. So, you know, it's it's going to get to the point where these will be affordable. Well, that was a lovely discussion about equipment and what we need as a creator and what we don't need and what we regretted buying as a creator. So uh, thank you all for listening today and uh, we'll see you on the next show. Thanks for hopping into our Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you would subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. Tell a friend about it, too. Check out the video version on our YouTube channel, Creators Pod. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media. Alec Johnson, Keely Dunn, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, Rob Valls, and me, Dina Taylor. Thanks, y'all. Ready? Okay.